We have to demonstrate it concretely in our marriage, our family, among our friends and acquaintances, and yes, even among our enemies. And that's what this audiobook is about. In the following pages, you'll see examples of people just like you, like all of us, who learn to take the obstacles, the lemons they face in life, and turn them into satisfying, emotional, thirst quenching nectar. These are the success stories that make you want to go out and try harder. You'll hear about Doris, who kept her hands busy, furiously knitting, when she almost felt like using them to strangle the husband she truly couldn't stand any longer. Faith and Louise, who both had to learn how to cope when a stranger's mind inhabited their loved one's body. Sarah, who wanted nothing to do with her sisters, and Lakita, who finally fell in love with her husband after forty years. Kevin, who found out what sacrifice for another person isn't, as well as what it is. Suda, who literally had a suicidal stranger plopped on her doorstep. And Lori, who found love peeking through her hedges. Stephen, who gave a cup of hot coffee to warm the love circulation in his heart. And Tamara, who learned that she had the power to enhance a less fortunate person's world. Rebecca, whose father was incapable of showing emotion, and Eileen, who was expressing her emotions way too vividly. Midge, the woman who expected chocolate and ended up with a bitter taste in her mouth. Loretta, who crawled through the unbelievable pain of criminal behavior as she was asked to disinherit a beloved perpetrator. Pamela, who ended up finding the treasure of her heart beneath the lid of a small silver box. All of these people, and a couple of dozen more, share their tales of learning to live out love through tragedy and triumph. Their experiences are more mesmerizing than any contrived Hollywood chronicles could be. You'll be able to connect with their narratives and relate to their angst and achievements. And after each story, I've highlighted a key element that can help you become unbeatable in your quest for strong, stable relationships. Through these pages, I'll give you practical pointers these people used that you can also put into action. These stories will inspire you to build, rekindle, and experience the kind of love and friendship that endures after the warm, fuzzy feelings have faded. So do you want to enjoy the best relationships possible? then get to work. Love isn't wrapped up in a pronoun, in he, she, or them. It's not about who other people are, or how they treat us, or what they do to make us value them. It begins with you. And it's not primarily about what you say or feel. Instead, love is an action word. It's a choice you have to make. Love is a verb. Gary Chapman Loving Lavishly Tony walked into our office one day where my husband Tim counsels disabled veterans. His brilliant smile lit up his face. He was no taller than my 14-year-old, bald, rail-thin, and in his late 40s. 
He was so charming. The kind of charm that I'm sure his mother couldn't resist even if he'd been bad. He had this laugh. A half giggle that came so easily I almost laughed too. I couldn't help it. I met him only briefly, but he left an imprint on my heart that I didn't even realize was there. Later that week, Tim asked me, Do you remember Tony? Sure, I said as I sorted mail. Let me tell you a little more about him. He has HIV, is a Katrina refugee, was relocated here to Denver, and from what I can tell, he's completely alone. He's been homeless, but recently found subsidized housing. However, he's pretty sick. His apartment is basically empty, and he's sleeping on the floor. He doesn't even have a bed. He doesn't even have a bed. No bed, and he's sick.